Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Tuesday, March 7th. Dying without making clear what you want to happen to your assets can open up a minefield of confusion, concern and conflict. So why do so many Canadians leave this to chance? A new survey from Angus Reid Institute has revealed that half of respondents have not made a last will and testament, including one in five of those aged 55 and older. Despite best efforts from professionals and campaigns, the share without a will has remained in line with the Institute's last poll on this topic five years ago. The research identified two main reasons why Canadians may not make a will. Firstly, a quarter of younger people, 18 to 34, believe that they're too young to do so, and four in five under 35s do not have a will. Among the 35 to 54-year-olds polled, 10% also believe they're too young, as do 1% of over 55s. Secondly, a lack of assets is cited by 16%, and those with household incomes below $100,000 are twice as likely as higher earners to say they don't have assets that make a will worthwhile. As well as the half of people who don't have a will, 13% say it's out of date, leaving little more than one-third who have an up-to-date statement of intentions for their estate, rising to 49% among 35 to 54s and to 71% among those aged 65+. plus. For those aged 54 and above, the main reason for not having an up-to-date will is the belief that it's too expensive, even though there are low-cost and even free services available. 10% of over 35 say they don't have a will simply because dying is not something they want to think about. The connected world through transportation and technology has made it easier than ever for people to choose where in the world to live and work. But while there are many countries that welcome those who are prepared to invest in their local economy in return for residency or citizenship, the programmes vary. Two new global indexes of the programmes available have been published recently by Henley & Partners, a specialist firm that helps wealthy people access residence and citizenship through investment. The rankings consider 40 programmes appraised by a panel of distinguished independent experts, including leading academic researchers, country risk specialists, economists, independent expert immigration and citizenship lawyers and other specialists who consider a broad range of pertinent factors. For citizenship, European destinations dominated with the Mediterranean island of Malta topping the list with a score of 77 out of 100. With a great climate, friendly people and low crime, the island also has excellent air links and a high quality of life. Investors who contribute to the country's economic development can achieve citizenship through a 36-month residency, although it also has a higher tier where citizenship can be achieved in just 12 months. Austria, Montenegro, Grenada, St Lucia and Antigua and Barbuda complete the top five, with the fourth and fifth achieving the best scores for investment requirements, along with Dominica. In the residence programme listings, Portugal took the crown, followed by Austria, Greece, Italy and Switzerland share third place ahead of the UK, and Canada's start-up visa programme comes in at fifth place in the rankings. The release of the indexes comes as Namibia announced the world's newest residence by investment programme. It's the second such programme in Africa, and eligible applicants must have a minimum real estate investment of US$316,000 for the right to live, do business and study in the country, which offers a highly stable political and economic environment. And as Canadians await the BOC's decision on interest rates Wednesday, Australia's central bank has signalled a pause in its 10-month tightening cycle, is in prospect, prompting a sell-off in the currency after policymakers delivered an expected interest rate increase Tuesday. Bloomberg reports that the Reserve Bank lifted its cash rate by a quarter percentage point to 3.6%, the highest level since May 2012. Governor Philip Lowe said in his statement that in assessing when and how much further rates need to go up, the RBA will pay close attention to incoming economic data. As investors positioned for a slowdown in the pace of future hikes, the Aussie dollar briefly fell below 67 US cents and government bond yields declined. 
These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters. Plus, stocks edge higher ahead of Fed chair testimony. Why banks' junior debt is now seen as less risky. And you're missing $96,000 is your problem, Coinbase tells a user. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.